Hi everyone, today I want to take the time and just discuss kind of a serious topic in comparison with our last chill episodes. However, I want to start off by talking about how grateful I am for all my friends' supports and encouragements. Even though this is kind of like a small personal project, I've received so much positivity from everyone who has heard about this podcast. It truly means so much to me and I can't wait to produce more quality episodes for you guys. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'll see you on the other side. Okay, but totally unrelated, I was just listening to the episode that Michelle and I recorded a few weeks ago before the March break and my voice sounded absolutely horrendous in it. I do not know if it was the microphones or just my voice, but it sounds different every time I record. And now I'm currently sick again because someone brought a cold back from this father-daughter dance thing that our school had. And now I have shaggy voice. Okay, let's get back on track. So the topic that I will be talking about today is all about cultural identity as i mentioned a kajillion times before oh my gosh i don't even want to say it again because i've said it way too much but anyways um as you guys know i moved to canada in 2018 and to be honest with you i did not understand what i was getting myself into and as a 12 year old i didn't have the mental capacity to understand that moving to canada meant starting a new life away from my home and family members and friends and going into it i was almost like by myself and not understanding that it would turn into a longer commitment i'm glad that my mom's with me on this journey though and at first my dad would visit us once a month since he still got work in china but i could tell how much my mom missed him and looking back on it now i am so thankful for her selflessness and commitment to me and i think without her i honestly don't know where i would be or like who i would be today anyways i'm gonna try not to get too cheesy and emotional but when the pandemic happened it took an extra toll on my family since we were unable to meet for about a year and a half I believe that my journey in Canada has been pretty smooth considering how fast I adapted to this new environment. To be honest with you, I've heard a lot of my international friends who have arrived in Canada or the US around the same time or a few years later than me who have told me that they had very different experiences than I've had and i've actually reached out to them and they were happy to share some of the stories with us today a tiny teeny bit of a disclaimer though i've decided not to share their names because for privacy reasons and i will try and refer to them as student a or student b but contributors if you're listening thank you so much for sharing means so much to me and i love you guys So the story that I chose today was from a friend of mine that I met at Brown University's pre-college program. Funny story, actually, I was waiting for this train to Boston during the weekend and my dumb self forgot to buy the ticket and I ended up getting stranded at this train station. I met Mika there while I was waiting and he also forgot to purchase the tickets. 
kind of not as funny when I say out loud, but we became friends after I found out that he was also from Canada. So with no further ado, let me share his story with you, but with my voice. I first moved to Canada last year to start high school because I really wanted to experience the Canadian education that everyone was fanning over back in Japan. When I first arrived in Canada, I was surprised by the diverse range of faces I saw. Back in Japan, I remember my friends and family warning me about how hard it may be for me to fit into such a different environment. I was scared during my first week at school, and it was hard for me to make friends. My English wasn't that good either, but I tried my best to communicate my ideas across. Thankfully, my teachers and classmates were very supportive of me and helped me every step of the way. I soon made lots of friends and found a group of students at my school who were from Japanese family backgrounds. My advice to any newly arrived international students is to relax and enjoy this experience. It would be hard at the start, but I promise it's just a part of the process. Lastly, never be afraid to ask for help. You got this. The following content is a new section that I made that discusses my personal ideas on this issue, and I've decided to call it kind of a roundtable discussion, but for this episode, it's just going to be me sitting in a round table talking to myself. To begin our discussion, let's first define what we mean by Asian cultural identity. At its core, Asian cultural identity is a set of values, beliefs, customs, and practices that are shared by people of Asian descent. This can include things like language, religion, food, music, and art, among other things, just like a lot of other um, cultural identities in this world. <laughs> However, it's important to know that Asian cultural identity is not static or unchanging. Instead, it is a fluid and dynamic concept that has evolved over time in response to changing social, political, and economic conditions. For example, the experiences of Asian Americans in the United States and Canada are very different from those of Asia's living in Asia. And this has led to different expressions of Asian cultural identity in these two contexts. One of the most striking aspects of Asian cultural identity is its diversity. Asia is home to a vast array of cultures, languages, and traditions, each with its own unique history and identity. From the bustling streets of Tokyo to the rural villages of India, the diversity of Asian cultural identity is truly remarkable. This diversity is reflected in everything from the food we eat to the music we listen to. For example, the cuisine of China is very different from that of Thailand, and the music of India is very different from that of Japan. Yet despite these differences, there are also common threads that unite these diverse cultures and make them distinctly Asian. Another important factor in shaping Asian cultural identity is the region's long and complex history. For example, the impact of colonization on Southeast Asia is still felt today in the region's architecture and language. Similarly, the influence of Confucianism on East Asian culture can be seen in everything from family values to the education system. Despite the richness and diversity of Asian cultural identity, navigating this complex terrain can be challenging, particularly for those who straddle multiple cultural identities. For example, second-generation Asian Americans and Canadians often find themselves caught between two worlds, trying to balance their Asian heritage with the expectations of Canadian and American societies. 
Similarly, Asians who immigrate to other countries often face the challenge of preserving their cultural identity while also adapting to a new cultural context. This can lead to a sense of cultural displacement or, or disorientation as individuals struggle to find a sense of belonging in their new environments. So that is all to today's episode. And I'm currently also planning a new blog or like vlog or whatever you call it to post maybe by the end of this week and today is tuesday april 18th and i've been on this episode for a really long time i feel like this could have been done like a few weeks ago but i just kept on dreading it on and adding new information but i just wanted to thank you guys for listening to this episode if you made it this far to the end and i'll see you guys next week bye